Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Dakota Ring Theater podcast is made possible by the support of listeners like you. Visit dakotaringtheater.com today. I'm Greg Taylor, and welcome to the Dakota Ring Theater Summer Showcase, a summer anthology program featuring works from different writers in different styles and featuring members of the Dakota Ring Ensemble whom you've come to know so well. This week our showcase brings us to the farthest reaches of the galaxy with the first of two Deck Gibson space adventures penned for us by Matt Wallace, Parsec award-winning author and creator of the Failed Cities monologues for the excellent Variant Frequencies podcast. From influences as far-flung as Buck Rogers, X-1, and Farscape, Matt creates a universe of danger, beauty, and adventure, and populates it with a hero for the ages. The Dakota Ring Theater Summer Showcase now presents Deck Gibson and the Stardust Dancers. Ace pilot and crack gunner of the feared Quasar Corps, he found himself drifting far from Earth's heavily guarded borders in the smoking remains of a damaged starfighter. That's where I found him. I control the Far Reach fleet. It's the mission of my commanders and their interstellar rocket ships to explore, to discover, to defend. Now he's one of them, soaring beyond frontiers of the galaxy never before seen by Earthling eyes. He is... Derek Gibson, Far-Reach Commander! Tonight's episode, Deck Gibson and the Stardust Dancers. In closing, Ma, I'm sorry I missed another yearly family sailing trip around Venus, and I hope Billy chose to follow in his big brother's footsteps and join the gravity ball team this year. But I hope more than that he knows his big brother is proud of him no matter what he does. I wish I could tell him myself. I wish I knew he'd hear these words I file as waves of sound with the far-reach command. The truth is, I don't know why I continue making these recordings for you. The Quasar Corps has the solar system so closed off from the rest of the galaxy that not even a transmission can get through these days. And to think, once it was my duty to keep it that way. Now all I want is that to change. I've seen such wonders, Ma. I've seen such wonders. And I want you and Pop and Billy to see them too one day. I know it's got to be hard for Pop. He spent 20 years behind the controls of a comet-tail fighter, and I know he expected the same from me. I also know the things the Quasar Corps must be telling him and you all about me. But I trust you enough to believe in your hearts that they're not true. Deck? Come in, Deck. Love you, Ma. End recording. I'm here, Control. Am I interrupting? Of course not. Will you be filing another recording for Transmission to Earth? You know me too well. I hope that I'm beginning to. Tell me, do all Earthlings care for their matriarchal progenitors as you do? Oh, us Earth boys love our mothers all right. And what else do they love? What else do you love, Deck? 
Did you have new orders for me, Control? Yes, Tech. One moment. Stand by for transmission. Roger that, Control. Standing by. Begin recording. I often wonder if she's real, Ma, if somewhere out there she's a flesh and blood being just like me. Or if she's some form of advanced and intelligent robot. I've never laid eyes on her, and I probably never will. No one, not even her commanders, know the location of Far Reach Fleet Headquarters. Most, like me, simply woke up one day aboard a rocket ship like the one I'm sitting at the helm of now. Woke up to whispered promises of a new life and new adventures. Since then, I've known her only as control, as a voice calling from the ether, making mission orders sound like a lover's valentine. A voice of authority, strong yet feminine and wise. The voice of a Valkyrie. She could be an alien, some strange creature who speaks with an angel's lilt. And would it matter? Would it change the way I've come to feel for her? End recording. Deck, new orders are incoming. Is there a new star forming for me to chart control? Or maybe another escorting gig for the Sulcanian ambassador? He serves a spirit that's a dead ringer for Earth Brandy. <laughs> I wouldn't mind sharing another glass with him. No. This is something different, I'm afraid. It's a rescue mission. Tell me, Deck, have you ever heard of the Stardust Dancers? Only stories. To my people, they're a legend, like nymphs in Greek mythology. Tales told by deep spacefarers who've drifted back to the solar system half-dead and raving, that kind of thing. Well, I hope you're prepared to come face-to-face -face with a legend, Deck, because I assure you, they're very real. I've received reports that a snag pirate barge has captured an entire troop of Stardust Dancers. Your orders are to locate and intercede. Preserve the safety of the Stardust Dancers at all cost, and deliver them from the imprisonment by the snag. Do you know which ship is responsible? My reports tell me it's the Slither, captained by a snag who calls himself Black Scales. He's known to us. The Slither was responsible for the destruction of Far Reach 12, and with it... Commander Stringer, the only Earthling besides you to ever serve in the fleet. You don't mean Rick Stringer? Yes. Did you know him? I know the name. He led a group back in the solar system called Citizens of the Milky Way. They were dissidents, advocates for open borders and integration with alien races. They won the only battle ever scored over the Quasar Corps by a rebel group. Stringer was their general, a great fighter, a great tactician. The Quasar Corps also taught us that he was a traitor an enemy of Earth. They said he was assassinated by core liquidators. Still, many consider him a hero. Claimed he escaped. No one ever knew where. Until now. And you, Deck? What did you believe? Nothing I believe now, Control. Besides, I imagine they're having the same argument about me back home. In any case, the Slither is one of the most dangerous pirate vessels operating in this corner of space. You'll have to be very careful. Where do I start? By searching the Vega asteroid belt, snag pirates are known to use hollows in the rocks as dens of sanctuary and as caches to store their plunder. So you want me to go stumbling into a hornet's nest on purpose, is that it, Control? Hornet. Checking information records. Ah, yes. Hornet. A volatile earth insect. Yes, that's an accurate analogy, Deck. <laughs> Sometimes, Control. I don't know whether it's your humor or your personality that's dry. I'm a woman of mystery, Deck. 
I've heard you refer to me as such in your recordings to Earth. Uh, hey, now, those are supposed to be private. I have to filter them for transmission deck. For clarity. Uh-huh. What do you say you just point me towards Vega, Control? I'm entering the coordinates into your navigation matrix now. The Sneg. A race of crocodile men not worthy of the latter part of that description. I tangled with a lot of bad hombres in the Quasar Corps, Pop. We both did. But in all those years jockeying comet tail fighters, you and I never ran up against scum like this. They have no interest in exploring the stars, only plundering and pillaging them. They're brutal creatures. And if the Stardust dancers truly are real, they can't be left to the mercy of the snag, Pop. Because they have none. This is one of the reasons I'm out here instead of back home with you and the family. Take care of that sciatica, Pop. End recording. Far each one calling control. I'm in the light of Vega, and the asteroid belt is dead ahead. Close to within 1,000 meters, and I'll begin pinging the rocks for signs of life, Deck. Roger that. Deck, I think I've found their den. It's a spiked formation a few meters inside the belt perimeter. I'm transmitting the exact location. I've got it. The asteroid field is too dense to maneuver the far reach one through control. I think I'll be flying solo on this one. Literally. What are you going to do, Deck? I'm zippering up my spacesuit as we speak and strapping on the quantum jetpack. That's still in the experimental stages, Deck. Well, it just graduated to human testing. A ray blaster isn't going to be much good out there in the big black either. I'm leaving my trusty atom splitter behind and attaching the atomic cannon. This gyroscopic rig you designed is just Jake Control. The cannon floats weightlessly at my side and leaves my hands free until it's time to throw down. Only the best for my commander's deck. I'll keep in touch through my helmet microphone. See that you do. Yes, ma'am. Stepping into the jettison tube and... Uh, sealing the hatch. Here I go. Ejecting. Spaceborne Control, activating quantum booster jets. And I'm off. Can you hear me all right, Control? Loud and clear. How are the jetpack controls handling? Smooth as a bullet train and just as fast. Now, this is what I dreamt of when I first imagined flying control. Soaring like a bird. But I never imagined, even in my wildest boyhood fantasies... That it would be at a hundred miles an hour through the stars. I would have liked to have known you then, Deck. As a boy. I'm sure you were the precocious one in your family unit. You know, when you're a starfighter pilot, they teach you if you have to bail out, it means you've failed. Funny, I don't feel like a failure. I'm weaving through the asteroids, and I've pinpointed the one we want on my wrist-top navigational matrix. Disengaging main quantum boosters... And moving in for a landing. 
Just like the old high dive board in my gym class, only at zero gravity. Touchdown, Control. I've activated the gravity simulators on my space boots. I've got footing. Work your way around the perimeter deck, and I'll scan for some kind of entrance. Wait. Deck? I think you've tripped some kind of invisible alert wire. Alert wire? That's perfect. But they know you're coming. Which means they'll come to me instead. Which also means we'll know where the front door to this thing is without me having to spend all night scrambling around these rocks. And considering the night never ends out here, that's a long time. Isn't the element of surprise a tactical imperative in this type of situation? Lesson one, Control. You don't need surprise when you've got a 200-pound nuclear-powered cannon attached to your hip. Deck, your personal proximity meter just went off. They're coming. Two large life forms. I see them, Control. A pair of big, nasty snag crawling out of the rocks. They've got curved swords clutched in those huge razor-toothed jaws of theirs. And they're not wearing spacesuits. Those hides of theirs must be thick and insulated enough to protect them from the frozen vacuum of space. I'm charging the atomic cannon. Never bring knives to a supercharged particle fight, boys. Direct hit! The blast knocked them clear from the rock face. Without jetpacks of their own, they'll float forever. Don't worry, Control. At the rate these asteroids are whizzing by, I expect they'll end up looking like bugs on a windshield before long. Otherwise, well, their ancestors lived in the waters of murky swamps. They'll just have to remember how to swim. You're a hard man sometimes, Deck. Sometimes call for being hard, Control. I'm hoisting myself through the opening these two wriggled out of. Stand by. Standing by. I'm inside a cavern. It's definitely man-made. Or snag-made, I should say. Hollowed out of the asteroid by cutting beams from the look of it. There's no sign of the Stardust Dancers, but boy, were you right about these pirates using this thing as a cache. It's filled with treasure and plundered trade goods from who knows how many freighter ships and sacked alien worlds. The wealth of a hundred different races, at least. There are things in this chunk of rock that belong in museums and family vaults to be passed through the generations. I'll dispatch the Far Reach 7 to collect and catalog everything you found. It'll be returned to its rightful owners. You must stay on the trail of the Stardust Dancer's deck. Roger that, Control. I'm going to poke around a bit more, see if I can uncover a lead. There's an oxygen recycling unit in here. I'm going to remove my space helmet. All right, deck. Don't be long. And watch your step. Always. Ah... That's better. Except for the stink in here. Sheesh. Hey, who goes there? Come out from behind those crates. Either identify yourself to me, or you can try reasoning with a ball of atomic energy the size of Cincinnati. What is Cincinnati? Why, you're no snag at all. You're just a girl. Figured that out all by yourself, did you, Earthling? Apologies, ma'am. What's a pretty thing like yourself doing in a slimy lizard's den like this? My name is Ethereal. I was taken captive by the Sneg not long ago. They brought me here to be their serving wench. Are you a stardust dancer? (laughs) Me? 
You've never seen a Stardust Dancer, have you? No, ma'am. Obviously. Well, they put me to shame, I assure you. That's hard to imagine. You're sweet for a being with a giant energy cannon strapped to his body. Well, it's a bad old galaxy, ma'am, especially for sweet fellas like myself. Sometimes a giant energy cannon is your best friend. Who are you? I'm a ward of the Stardust Dancers. They found me when I was small, orphaned in open space, and raised me to womanhood. Well, they've done a fine job, if you don't mind my saying. And who are you, Earthling? Commander Deck Gibson of the Far Reach Fleet. I've been sent to rescue the Stardust Dancers. You have? Then there isn't much time. The rest of the pirates were here not long ago. They drank and devoured meat and spoke loudly of their intentions. They mean to sell the Stardust Dancers as slaves. We have to go now if you're to save them. I know where. Uh, whoa, now, we're not going anywhere. You tell me where they took your guardians and I'll drop you off someplace safe while I find them. You listen to me, Commander Earthman. The Stardust Dancers are my family. But more than that, they're one of the most precious creations in this entire universe. If you think I'm going to sit in safety while their existence is at stake, then you Earthlings are even more small-minded than I've been told. Well, you've got fight in you, I will say that. Fine. You can come along. Where are we going? Canis Minor. All right. Come on. There must be a spacesuit around here you can use to get back to my ship. I have my own. You really don't know anything about the Stardust Dancers, do you? No. No, I'm afraid not. But it's a long way to Canis Minor. You can teach me. Control, this is Deck. I've taken on a passenger. Have you? Who? Name's Enthereal. She's in guest quarters right now, washing the Sneg stink off of her. Says she knows where the Sneg pirates are taking the Stardust Dancers. Claims to be their adopted ward. Adopted? What race is she? I'm not sure. I've never seen the like. Hair the color of spring lilacs. It seems to sparkle with scarlet flecks in the light. Features as sharp as razors, but soft-seeming, delicate. And her eyes, they're pure and blue as the oceans of Earth. No white to be seen. She's beautiful. There's no other word for it. She seems to have made quite an impression on you. <laughs> Don't worry, Control. You'll always be my best girl. Well, from your description deck, she seems to be a member of the Helimna. A rare but powerful race of beings, all but extinct in the known galaxy. She doesn't carry herself like a rare and powerful being. She seems more like a girl. Headstrong, but unsure. She may not know. The Stardust Dancers must have recognized her as a Helimna and taken it upon themselves to protect and raise her. She must be returned to them, Deck. Uh, first things first, Control. I have to rescue the protectors before I can place her back in their care. Where do you need to go, Deck? The Canis Minor Constellation. The Sneg are going to hold an auction. Sell the Stardust Dancers off like cattle. I have to beat the bidding hordes there. 
I'm transmitting navigational coordinates to the Far Reach One now. Ah, Imperial. Welcome to the bridge of the Far Reach One. Do you feel better with that snake perfume off of you? I was able to cleanse my body of the smell, but I'm afraid I had to incinerate my clothing. I borrowed some of yours. I hope you don't mind. Not at all. I was surprised at how it seems to fit. You are so much larger than I am. Our flight suits automatically adjust themselves to fit the wearer. It's another bit of technological wonder designed by Control, the mistress of the Far Reach fleet. And I don't mind saying you wear it better than I ever will. Do all Far Reach commanders say such nice things? I'm afraid that's human charm. It's unique to Earthlings, and I'm unique to the Far Reach fleet. Like me, I am also unique to my order. Tell me about the people you come from, Ethereal. Before you were taken into the care of the Stardust Dancers. I do not know what to tell. The Stardust Dancers have always said, "When the time is right, I'll learn of my ancestry." Did they say it like it's important? I suppose. Well, we're going to put things right for you and for them again. I promise. Thank you, Deck. Here we are. Great Arabesque in the stars. No. Far Reach One, calling Control. Come in, Control. I'm here, Deck. We've reached Canis Minor, and I've got them on my viewing screen. The Snag and the Stardust Dancers. The Pirate Barge has them trapped inside a giant radiation net. Those soulless crocs are forcing the Stardust Dancers to entertain them. You have to free them, Deck. I'm watching them control the Stardust Dancers, and it's—it's it's worthy of all the legends. They're women with bodies made of pure light, like shooting stars given form, and their faces like clear porcelain. They're wearing crystal helmet bubbles, like I wear with my spacesuit, but theirs are filled with translucent colors swirling around their heads. I now know why they're called Stardust Dancers. They twirl and. Glide on trails of golden dust in the middle of open space. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. These are birds that should never be caged. What's your plan, Deck? It's simple. I'm going in. Strap yourself in, Ethereal. Yes, Deck. Open communications with the barge control. They can hear you, Deck. This is the Far Reach One, and I'm addressing the captain of the Snag pirate vessel. You are ordered to stand down all weapons, release your radiation net, and leave this space immediately. You're receiving a reply from the barge. I am known as Captain Black Scales, and I am the master of the Snag Pirate Barge. Who are you to order me? Me, who led the raising of thirteen Royal Midian outposts in less than one solar week? Who broke the Bane Armada upon the asteroids of the Serpentis Belt? Who are you that would dare presume to be my better? Commander Deck Gibson Buster, that's who I am, and I'll be freeing the Stardust Dancers, even if I have to do it with burnt pieces of your barge floating around my ship. Aha, Gibson, the famous human pirate I have heard so much about. It will be a hot day in space indeed when I allow an Earthling to kidnap what I have rightfully stolen. 
I've given you your one and only warning, Black Scales. Leave, or I'll blast you out of the sky. Your puny ship is no match for the Slither. You should never have left your precious Quasar Corps, Commander. You should follow the example of the rest of your pathetic race and remain on Earth. The void of space is no place for humans. I look forward to proving you wrong. And I look forward to feasting on your entrails after I destroy your rocket ship. Crew, ready all guns and open fire! Control, they're firing missiles. I'm evading. Charge the Argon Matrix. Fancy flying indeed, Commander Gibson. But it will not be enough. Yeah? How about a taste of my Argon Ray? You've destroyed several of their missile launchers, Deck. But their ship is too big. You can't outgun them. You'll have to outthink them. How, Control? If I knew that, Deck, I'd be in the commander's seat instead of you. All right. All right, come on, Gibson. Use the brains God gave you, boy. They deserve to be trapped as they've trapped the Stardust Dancers. That's it, Ethereal. That's it, I've got it. Radiation. Earth has a magnetic field that protects it from radiation in space. I can use a much smaller magnetic field to repel the radiation net around the Stardust Dancers onto that pirate ship. Brilliant, Deck. I'll boost the Far Reach One's magnetic converters and give you the power you need. Thanks, Control. Now, if you've got fingers wherever you are, keep them crossed. It worked, Control. The Stardust Dancers are free and the Snag are trapped inside their own net. Gibson! Gibson, raise my ship immediately or the consequences will be dire, I promise you. I don't think so, Black Scales. You need what's known on Earth as a time out. Maybe it'll teach you how to treat a lady. You haven't heard the last of me, human! The Snag are as long in memory as they are in tears. We shall meet again! Why not destroy them, Deck? They deserve it. They're helpless right now, Ethereal. I won't fire on a defenseless ship, even one full of scum like that. Ethereal, what are the Stardust Dancers doing? Those shapes they're skating the dust into, they look like letters, but... None I've ever read before. It's their language, Deck. It means, thank you. (laughs) Anytime, ladies. Anytime. I have to return to them now, Deck. I understand. But if you or they should ever need me again, just call on the Far Reach fleet and I'll be there. Thank you. For everything. Deck? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Control. I lost you there for a moment. 
Sorry, I was just saying goodbye to our guest. I have a feeling that one is going to be important someday. I said the same thing about you once. That feeling is usually correct. So, what are my orders now, boss? Oh, I think you've earned some R and R deck. They do keep a room reserved for me on the Amaro Pleasure Planet, but then, what would the stars do without me? Indeed, and what would I do without my best commander? Just as there is no rest for the wicked, neither is there rest for the righteous. And so he blasts on one man, one rocket ship, and the endless night in need of them both, exploring, discovering, defending. For he is Deck Gibson, far-reach commander. Deck Gibson and the Stardust Dancers was written by Matt Wallace and directed by Greg Taylor. Jonathan Lear starred as Deck Gibson and Leslie Livingston as Control. Also heard were Monica Cote as Ethereal, Stephen Burley as Black Scales, and Michael Booth as the announcer. This recording is the property of Dakota Ring Theater. The script, story, characters, and all other rights remain the exclusive property of their author. Matt Wallace. Please join us next time as we continue our journey into unexplored worlds on the Dakota Ring Theater Summer Showcase. Greg Taylor speaking. Thank you for listening to Wednesday Wonders right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual Feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic live and theatrical audio plays, Tuesday Terrors for horror audio drama, Thursday Thrillers for action, adventure, mystery, and crime drama, Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series, Saturday Story Circle for kids and families alike, and Sunday Showcase, bringing you the very newest in audio releases for the week from our United Artists of Audio, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Network, listening and imagining together.